how you're getting on. Are you well? Are you well? And she will. Anyway, you good? Um, do you know what? I can't wait until all this shit is lifted, right? We're all hanging out. We're all arm to arm, spit to spit uh, at the live gigs. And hopefully I'll bring this podcast to a live venue. And, it will, and I'll start it off being like... And you hear me on a loop. And you hear me alright. And then I'll come out and like everyone will join in. Alright. How you getting on? You know my catchphrase. You know my catchphrase. And it'll be the fucking roof blowing off the fucking, I don't know what's it called now, the three arena. And it'll just be me there. 5,000 people. And I'll be like, how are you getting on? It's fucking raw tonight. And everyone, yeah. And then I'll sit down on my couch and be like, so I was eating this Chinese. And everyone, yeah. That's Fucking chicken balls in me head. Yeah, yeah. Fucking mi- you dodged me. Went straight into fucking it avail. In my veil. Yeah, it'd be great. Curry sauce for every. Looking for curry. Spraying it like fucking Austin with the beer truck. <laughs> when I eventually become just an absolute fucking pantomime version of myself, I'm already fucking there. I'm running out of things to talk about. You know what I mean? I haven't I haven't read a book. <laughs> I'm not reading any books at the moment, right? And even if I did, you know what I mean? You wouldn't want me telling you about it. You wouldn't want me taking the fucking the title page and telling you. So I think what that means is uh, the evolution of a uh, brief history of everything. So basically there was this fucking... I don't even know. I don't even know. Stephen Hawking's. <laughs> I don't even know Stephen Hawking, right? Um... But anyway, how are you keeping? Are you getting on well? Are you looking after yourself? Um, are you are you having a little staycation? Are you having a staycation, guys? Just checking in on your staycation. I'm doing a staycation. This is also why, as well as this being fucking raw um, and live from the Shire, I got a tiny window to do this because I got to get multiple pods out so that I can have a little break, so Daddy can have a little rest, rest the head. Come back with some fresh ideas, you know? Battle of the Chris's 2, maybe. <laughs> the second best Chris in Hollywood. What's the best Chris? Uh, uh, I don't know, fucking. What's the best bloody? I don't know. I'm going to run out. Honestly, I'm not going to. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, what's the best uh, fucking holiday? <laughs> you know, what's the best Chris related holiday? Is it Christmas? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm running, you know, but whatever. It is, it is, it, it, look, it is my duty, as as John Shaft might would say, it is my duty to please that booty. And in this case, your booty is your ears. Imagine your boot. imagine your fucking ears were asses, right? <laughs> and then you were like, um, someone would say like a, say something like, sorry, sorry, could you repeat that? And you go, and you'd fart and they'd lean in. Sorry, you, um, sorry, my hearing isn't what it used to be. Can you, you start shitting out your ears? Sorry, my ears aren't what they used to be. Oh, you fuck, you dirty little fuck. 
<laughs> How did he even do that? That's to be the first thing I'd do if I was magic. That and a little spell to have CCTV in everyone's in everyone's room, looking at everyone like fucking Ozymandias. Ozymandias. Pornhub. <laughs> if Ozymandias made Pornhub. <laughs> I don't want to watch anyone. I don't want to watch anyone. I'm just being a little goof. I'm just being a goofball, right? I'm just having a bit of fun, right? It's just part of my act, right? It's part of my act. Like a lot of those famous comedians say, it looks just part of my act, right? I'm not really an actual, you know, I'm not really a, you know, uh, but I'm probably verging into, see, this is what I'm worried when I don't have anything to talk about. Um, I, you know, <laughs> I, I worry that by, by running out of... Look, I got loads to talk about. And I got loads of stuff you haven't heard about my history and my past, right? And I got loads of stuff and thoughts and things that I'm pontificating about. But I don't want to come on here and be like, oh, I hate the way this, I hate the way that. Do you know what I mean? I want to have a bit more of a nuanced view uh, in view of things. Um, but I am worried that I'm going to end up like fucking Logan Paul fucking putting out daily videos. And I'm going to be like, oh, well, let's go see if we can find a dead guy in the woods. Do you know what I mean? Like you run out of stuff... And then you're looking for dead guy in the woods. You know what I mean? So, um, and to be fair, this is just me. There's no producer here. You need to let me know. You need to say, look, I'm just going to let you know. Like, there's a term for, for shows, uh, kind of jumping the shark is a term for shows. Kind of like, get you know, once it's past its peak, it's Fonzie jumps over the shark in happy days. After that, it's like, right, well, now it's kind of like fucking it's done. It's done, right? In this case, you need to let me know. Say, Tony. I think the podcast at the moment's getting a bit dead guy in the woods, right? You're looking for a dead fella in the woods. Maybe give yourself a break, read a fucking book, right? Um, so what I've decided to do in this app, this podcast, is uh, borrow, steal, borrow a, a format uh, of uh, answering some Yahoo questions. Look, we all love a good Yahoo question, right? So this isn't just necessarily that I'm borrowing, stealing from uh, the my brother, my brother and me podcast where they are. Uh, an advice podcast. There's other podcasts that do it. There's If I Were You, Jake and Amir. I mean, look, ever since there was an ant, there's been an agony ant. You know what I mean? Ever since your sisters, ever since you had a, your ma had a sister. You know what I mean? Or your dad, or your dad. You know? Although, secondly, you'd be an uncle if it was your dad's sister. Um, <clears throat> I got my measurements of coffee sorted, went to a shop. Rather than try to make one here, bloody hell, yeah. What is it about bloody, what is it about a 300 quid bloody coffee machine that you can't seem to fucking figure out? Um, also, sorry, someone, no, that was on my Patreon. I should just say I was giving out about Gary Glitter. I was giving out about Gary Glitter. <laughs> Finally, someone had the courage to speak out about against Gary Glitter. No, uh, I was giving out about Todd Phillips using Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll Part 2 song serious banger as i said a banger so a banger so good they needed a bowl of mash to serve it in right but um and i was like he shouldn't be able to you know it was made by made by pedophile but apparently all the royalties have not been owned by um mr glitter uh in years so todd phillips my peer fellow content creator uh, i apologize for that um and if you you know if you're looking for someone to play the ultimate warrior in your new Hulk Hogan biopic with Chris Hemsworth, um, just if you just if you just that's the thing if you just hired a trainer for me, do you know what I mean? If I just hired a trainer, I do it. Do you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't. It's not like I'm not just don't. Oh, I'm not able to like. It's just I don't. <laughs> just hire me a trainer and I'll get up to you know and give me steroids as well. I don't care, but there should be there should be a steroids Olympics 
and then a regular. But like in the steroids Olympics, it's atom that I'll get you to the end of the line fast enough. Do you know what I mean? If you need um, rocket shoes, you know, one lad with rocket shoes running the fucking 100 meter, you know, blowing up after 50 meters or whatever it is, whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? But if you need, if you need rocket shoes or like a jetpack, or even if you want to have like, instead of like, you know, the carrot, you know, carrot and stick where you have like the stick out and the carrot and you're chasing after the carrot. What if you had a stick behind you, right? And you had a big fucking, um, uh, a, like a honey badger and you're running away from the honey badger. I'd say that's the biggest, you know what I mean? Put, set, release, let let the hundred meter lads run and have them be chased by honey badgers. That's what, they, see this, you know, anyway, we're, look, it's going to be fun. We, we can we cannot edit this. We will never edit this. <laughs> we will never edit this. I will never. Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing an Olympics where Anton goes. Anton goes, right? Look, there's there's the poll. You just have to get over it. I don't, don't ask me how to get over it. There are no rules. If you want to jump over it, jump over it, right? If you want to build a ladder, get over it. If you want to do it with a bit of flair, there might be bonus points, right? It's called the fancy, the fancy Olympics is what I'm calling it, right? The fancy Olympic Games. <clears throat> I wonder, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's me. That's what I've been up to. Um, that's <laughs> how are you getting on? How are you, are you doing that for your staycation? I'm gonna go down um, to Wicklow. I'm gonna let you know. Get on, say a little caravan of Wicklow. You know, just away from uh, away from the hustle bustle. You know what I mean? Get, get me away from it. Let me let me just let me just. Here's a bit of an analogy for you, right? I got a lot of bees in my head, right? You got a lot of bees in me head. Also, funnily enough, I, I used to tell my mom, right? I used to tell my mom I had spiders in my ears. I'm like, mom, there's another spider in me ear. And she'd be like, all right. Have a look in my ear. No spiders. I'm like, well, <laughs> I fucking know there is. And I I remember it was, I think it was the first thing I ever actually visualized in my head, right? There was this guy. I don't know what he is. He's considered like a saint or something like that because he was the first guy. They thought he was a magician because he could read out loud. Right, he was the first guy, first guy to actually read a book out, or no, first guy to read a book in his mind without saying it out loud, you know, without having the crutch, just read it in quiet, and then he'd be able to kind of repeat. People just thought he was staring at the book and be like, "What did it say then?" Uh, it meant that Harry Potter hadn't felt the scar in years. You did read the book, but you didn't read it out loud, you know. And they were freaking out. They thought it was magic, you know. How did I get onto this? Um. Yeah, there was a lad. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, just you know, my peer blind boy, like, you know, he he, you know, he's he's a, a an accomplished um, psychology graduate, you know, uh, and you know, reads reads books, re- at least reads the full Wikipedia article. Now, there was a lad who was famous for not being being the first lad ever to read either out loud or in his own head, and people thought that was magic. Um, yeah, no, we used to... Re- Why did I get onto this? Um, yeah, no, that's it. So I was saying about how I had spiders in my ears. <laughs> uh, uh, I, think, I think it's my first visual memory of like me, um, vi- me visually imagining something that wasn't real. And it was this spider. I still memorize it now. It was like, do you know like... Um, do you remember Brave Star, right? Brave Star... He had like a mate who was like a horse, looked like a tick balang, right? Tick balang is a very sexy horseman, right? Um, from Filipino, um, part of the Philippine Filipino cryptids. Um, actually, Joe, I'm gonna do an, an upcoming. I'll do a because you know I have 
I have a knowledge of cryptozoology, right? And that's not what we're doing now. We're doing the answer thing in this episode. But in a future episode, I'm going to give you my top five Irish cryptids. But as well as that, I might give you my top five Filipino cryptids, right? Because the Filipino cryptids is really interesting. But I'm not talking about that now. I'm talking about spiders in my ears, right? Actually, no, I'll just finish this. It's very interesting that Phil- the Philippines, right, have this culture of a lot of... Um, a lot of monsters and creatures and sprites, right? And they all became satanic demons. So much so there was like a glossary of all, like they added to the world's history of satanic demons because in the 1600s, the Spanish came over and gave them all Catholicism and said, no, that's the bloody devil. That's the bloody devil. And did the same thing like, you know, if you're going off in the middle of the night, the devil, you know, one of these creatures that you've come up with, the ahul or the tikbalang is going to get you, Right. Um, so they basically used it as a kind of like a god tool, you know. If you're having sex outside, I'll tell you what happens to women who have sex out of marriage. They get visited, the, the baby gets born. As, so they had all these like, you know, creatures in Filipino mythology. But then they all became uh, co-opted by the Catholic Church and they all became the fucking devil. So I'll give you the top five Filipino cryptids as well in a future episode. Um, but I used to visualize spiders walking. This is fucking, this is not even me talking about a dream. This is so on the fo- on the totem pole of chat. In in terms of what I was talking about in a previous ep, fundamental human rights being violated by shite chat. Do you know what I mean? I told you with the baby, if he, he has to go, be able to go to the toilet, he has to not be in pain, he has to be feeding, and he has to have no shite chat. There is nothing else he needs or wants, right? But shite chat or shite crack is 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 one of the things he just cannot tolerate, and no one should have to tolerate. But back to my shite talk. I remember visualizing fucking spiders in me ears walking down a fucking canyon like in Brave Star, right? Like imagine Wild Wild West, the big spider, but like walking down one of those canyons that you used to race down in Brave Star. In the, you know, Brave Star was the guy who had strength of a bear, speed of a panther. And I think he was actually Native American as well. So he got, you know, got a bit of um, diversity, which is good back then, you know. Anyway, what am I talking about? Yeah, I think I think like your man who was able to read in uh, his mind uh, without saying out loud and became a god. I'll I'll Google it now in between the the theme song and the next part of the podcast, and I'll give you the full info on him. Um, uh, I like that. I remember that was the first visual image I had in my head. Is that what I'm fucking saying? Yeah, there you are. That's how I got to it. Gary, Gary, leave it now. Leave it me. Like, what do you mean? Why are you? <laughs> What do you what do you want me to do? You know what I mean? Gary, leave it. I'll cut this out. So look, it's gonna be a wacky one. I have some nice interesting questions from people online that I'm gonna solve here and now. I know the answer to everything, and I'm gonna give you the answer here today. All you people on Yahoo Answers here on the podcast. I know you, you know me. Look, as always, guys, I'm recording this live from the podcast studios. Uh, And I tell you, I'm going to tell you this. Listen to me. If you are making anything audio related, I cannot stress enough how competent, professional, and impressive the facilities are here at the podcast studios on Pier Street. They've been very good to me. They'd be very good to you. And I tell you, I have podcasted ever. I had podcasted in Brockway, Ogdenville, North Haverbrook, and I have never been in better podcast facilities than this. Hit them up. Check them out. And that's 
a little plug because it's been very good to me. Anyway, uh, just to confirm there, just a quick, uh, quick uh, clarification there. It was actually Ambrose, a gentleman called Ambrose, who was the Bishop of Milan, who was believed to be the first person in Europe, uh, a.k.a. the world, uh, who could read without moving his lips. This is according to St. Augustine of Hippo. Um, uh, not the Augustine, who is the first uh, Archbishop of Canterbury, uh, the other one. So just to confirm that, is the first. So that was that was probably cool, reading there without moving your lips. Now, do you know what? I fucking read that there while I was moving my lips talking about something else. And actually, I was talking exactly that. I was reading that out loud. <laughs> I just did it there when I read that out loud. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how fucking deluded I am. That's my fucking ego. That's my ego. See, look, I can fucking do it easy, and I couldn't even do it. But, you know, I have read things. I'm reading something now out loud that I'm not reading. I'm reading something now in my mind that I'm not reading it loud. Whatever, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shite. Shite. Shite patter. Um, so, look, what's going on? How are you getting on? Are you doing anything for your old staycation, guys? Are you doing anything for your old staycation? Pretty tasty, pretty tasty tax break, huh? All you got to do is spend 600 euro, okay, 600 euro, and then the gov, or oh, gov, is going to give you 250 quid. So there you are. <laughs> Where did, magic, right? Where did 350 go? You know what I mean? I mean, look, I, I totally get it. And, I to, you know, I'm just having a little bit of politics here. Just having a little gentle ribbing, right? But here, here's my here's my impression of, uh, of David Blaine, right? This is David Blaine uh, introducing this as a magic trick, right? Uh, this is David Blaine working... For the Department of Transport, Tourism and, and Sport. He's like bloody Callan's kicks over here. Here we go. Here we go. Bloody Mario Rosenstock over here. Here we go. There's uh, David Blaine. <clears throat> Working for the Department of Tourism, uh, uh, Transport, Tourism and Sport. Introducing the staycation uh, tax, uh, tax break. Here we go. Mm. Hi, how are you doing? How are you doing? That's what they... It's me, David Blaine. That's what I always say. How are you doing? I like to settle... I like to settle people's nerves... People have a lot of misconceptions about magic. Um, for example, did you know that it can help? Uh, magic is everywhere. Magic is in someone's eyes. It's in their lips. You and me are experiencing magic right now. Can I show you? Um, can I show you a cool trick? I'm Leo Brackers. Ah, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. So. Hi, Leo. Um, <laughs> can I have uh, 600 uh, euro, uh, please? Uh, 600 euro, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, can I have a receipt? <laughs> I'll do the fucking uh, jokes here. Sorry, sorry about that. Okay, so that's 600 euros. Um, here, here is, um, here's 250 euro. Okay. Okay. Can I have um? Can I have my money back? Uh, can I have you? You fit. You've you pocketed. Okay. So that's this is the staycation. This one's called staycation tax break. <laughs> okay. Right. No, it's just can I have my? Can I have three hundred and fifty euros back, please? Um. I'm. It's me, Keith Barry. Oh, that's really good. That's really good now. What you just did there. Yeah, it's me, Keith Barry. It's me, Keith Barry. Is it you, Keith Barry? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's me. It's actually me, Keith Barry. Oh my God, you were Keith Barry the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's who. Hey, bada bow bow. Foil arms hog and Tony. <laughs> the absolute who's who. Um. So yeah. So we're we're gonna go on a staycation. So that's why I'm having to put all the pods together, right? So I'm sorry. They're well. Look, Gary. Don't you get up in front of me here, right, and start telling people that these podcasts might not be up to the level, the normal level of quality. Do you know what I mean? Look, I've listened to other, there's some other, there's some podcasts out there that are fucking shit, right? I'm not having to go. I'm not, name names, name names. Why don't you name some fucking names there? I'm not naming any fucking names, lads, right? All I'm saying is that there's some podcasts out there, you know. Guys, we're back now. How do you get those figs in the fig rolls? We're trying to fucking figure out this conundrum. You're on the line. How do you get the fucking figs in the fig roll, man? I imagine they bake around them. Imagine they bake them, they fold them around, and they cut cut it up. No, sorry, that's wrong. You know. You are on the line now. Can you guess this sound? Ah! Uh, is that a woman <laughs> fucking orgasming? No, 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 no. That's a real shame now you have to call in and say that. So, look, this is the, just not the normal, you know. <laughs> this is not... So, uh, you know. We got tiny little steamy windows here in which to get these podcasts out. But what I have done, because you know my baby needs some structure, I need some structure up in here. So what I've done is I've got a couple of um, questions. Question? Actually, that's what I'll do. I'll uh, I'll, I'll put in Destiny's Child. Question? Um, before each question. Um, Question. So we have that coming up. We have that coming up. Look, Daddy just needs a bit of structure, right? Daddy needs a bit of structure, something to dip back into that I can have something to jump off and find my way back. This is why, you know, people are like, look, I'm thinking about starting, I'm thinking about doing comedy, you know? I think I'm just going to fucking go up there and fucking wing it. You know what I mean? It's fucking wang it, you know? I'm going to go up there and they're going to be like, this this guy is a fucking echelon because of the wings. He's an airplane, this guy. Because he's winging it and he's doing so well. Well, that's not, you know, let me tell you this, right? I was thinking about this because I was um, testing a mic there and I was saying two, 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 and bloody ballerina, right? That's what they call the ballerina in the biz, right? When you're testing a mic and you say two, two. There's different combinations of things you can do. My technique is called the ballerina, right? And I say two, two. Um, but fucking clangers abound. Am I in the? Am I on the fucking? You know, the planet of clangers right now, right? But anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Tiny windows and all that. Um, it made me realize about how uh, terrified um, I, I mean, I still am of microphones and, I'm, you know, you get nerves. And I told you before, you know, when I have a gig or a live performance or anything like that, you know, it ruins it ruins my day, like ruins my day. You know, incredible while doing incredible after incredible, even in the build and the excitement coming up to it. But just the day off just fucking ruins my day. Um, but. I remember doing gigs. I remember doing music gigs in bands, right? And then the guy would be like, and I was like, even the singer, the singer in the band. And the sound engineer would be like, right, can you just test the microphone? I'm like, what, what, what do you want me to say? You know? Oh, like, oh, whatever, just doing days of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Monday. Louder. Monday, Tuesday, you know. Louder. He was getting off on it. But just, you know, how shy, how shy you can be, you know? And now it so doesn't fucking matter to say whatever the fuck you want. Just want to shake the boy in his little chubby cheeks and say, just say whatever you fucking want. Do the ballerina on the mic. Do you know what I mean? doesn't make a difference. But I was thinking back at some of the bands that I was in. And I was in, I, I, had, I had more merch made for bands than I did 
even practices or even performances. There are some bands I had merch made and I'd never even, we'd never even sat in a room together to even talk about a song or a lyric or anything like that, you know, which is the point where it's like, that just shows now, what was your motivation here, Tony? Was it to get the music out to the people or was it to be like, hey, that guy's in a band? You know what I mean? That's why Zig Ziglar says when you're setting up a goal, you have to make sure it's a real goal. You have to make sure that it actually comes from within you, that it is something you actually want to achieve, not what people think you should do or what you would like people to think of you, you know? Having said that, we're not getting fucking deep on this. I'm just talking about the fucking lighthearted bands that I used to be in. So one was, uh, I told you obviously about Scumkill. Just an example of the sort of scum we get. I told you about Scumkill. Scumkill was a combination of Gigi Allen's Scumfucks and um, uh, CKY's uh, Narkill, we were called. Scum Kill and we had one song Bacon Man and it was pretty much just uh, the riff from Cruelty Brought the Orchids by Cradle of Filth uh, which was this riff and we used to say Bacon Man over it this riff right here Bacon Man Mysterious Bacon Man Mysterious just that over and over again so that was uh, Scum Kill Bacon Man Mysterious was one song we had. Um, other bands we had was uh, Blind Angel, right? Another band called Blind Angel, right? This is a band I came up with in second year. Uh, <laughs> and this, I actually came up with a music video for Blind Angel, right? This is a music video I came up with when I was 11, right? Or 11 or 12. Um, now this, um, we didn't have any music, right? So I'm going to have to just play corn, right? Um and just, I'll, I'll tell you, and what's brilliant about this music video, right? It could also be a short film. It could also be a short film. Um, <laughs> it could also be a standalone short film, right? That's just how good this was as a music uh, video idea. And obviously, I'm very accomplished in music videos uh, now. You know, obviously, I started as a zookeeper in a Codaline music video. Uh, I remember doing, when I actually did that music video, right? Uh, I'd obviously never done a music video. And this is still me being a grown man. You know, I should have common sense about what what is involved in a music video. So I assume because it's a music video and you see people talking to each other that they, you know, that they don't talk to each other, you know? It was like, why would they talk to each other when they're just going to cut the music over it? So I kind of went there, you know, thinking we were going to get there on the day and everyone would just be kind of like miming, miming along, you know? So I got there dressed as a zookeeper and had this line being like, uh, hi, sweetheart. And I was going to like jump off this like gate like Harrison Ford, right? And, uh, <laughs> and I kind of copped it like that they would actually have to I didn't like jump off and then start miming you know what are you fucking doing I'm just because it's a music video I'm just not hi sweetheart hi sweetheart right so I was like hi sweetheart I'm like alright can you do it with more energy I'm like what why the fuck why you're just gonna cut you know and I was like I couldn't get I couldn't get right and I took about fucking 20 takes to get I'm good friends with the, the director now Stevie Russell um, but um, at the time, just, you know, just it's fun. I'm like Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know. I didn't know wrestling. He didn't know wrestling was fake uh, until his first wrestling match. I didn't know music videos were actual videos cut to music until my first. But anyway, I wrote uh, a music video. So this is, this is my music video. This is Blind Angel's music video, right? Now, I don't, you know, I don't have any Blind Angel music that I can play. We never even practiced or wrote a song. But. I can tell you, I, I'll play Make Me Bad by Korn, right? Which was the first song I downloaded on Napster, okay? And I couldn't believe it. Like, I think I wept. I think I wept with excitement. 
And this is what we're fucking taking for granted. I'm not having a go, right? Avatar on your phone, right? Speaking of which, Avatar pushed back by a year. I'm not. How am I even going to? Am I even going to be alive in 2021? Okay, so right. It starts off in my school, right? In my in our school, reach, right? My school, right? Um, and it's like a guy walking down the the kind of like you know past kind of lockers and all this, right? Guy kind of looks. He kind of like looks exactly like me, right? He's me, right? But he's wearing a hoodie, right? Everyone else wearing their uniform. This guy's wearing a fucking hoodie, right? This guy just not fuck around, right? He's walking around. Everyone's like looking at him. Wow, this guy's fucking wearing a hoodie. Like, what the fuck? You don't see the hoodie, right? But you kind of see the hood up, right? This was back in the fucking serious days of hoodies. Back when you would fucking die for a hoodie. Back when being a hoodie, having a hoodie made you a bloody god, right? This was bloody. This was this was back when there was lads showing up in fucking scramblers. Saying your three best versus our three best. Knackers v. Goths, Temple Bar fucking battle, right? Back in the day when you die. So, wearing a hoodie, right? This is before fucking Hollister and American Eagle, right? This is when a hoodie was anyway. So, we, I'm wearing a fucking... This guy is wearing a hoodie, right? And he's uh, walking down the hall, right? And all the lads are looking at him, right? He looks at this group of popular lads, right? And all written all over their jumpers in Tipex, Right? Is uh, conformist losers conform conform loser, right? Written all over their, all over their jumpers, right? Walks by a bunch of teachers, right? And it's like brainwash asshole on the teachers, life sucking scum, right? All over the um, all over their jumpers, right? <laughs> Walks by the principal, just says fucking twap on his head, right? Walking by all these lads, right? And he's looking at him, and he, and he, and he eventually he's kind of seeing everyone kind of staring at him, but it's just like a sea of jumpers and, like, all these fucking adjectives <laughs> written on the jumpers, right? And then he's like, fucking enough of this shit, right? Goes into the jacks, rolls up a fucking spliff, right? <laughs> Takes a big drag at a spliff and looks in the mirror, and you see written on his jumper the word hate. So he's got written on his jumper, hate. He was the problem. The twist is... <laughs> the twist is he was he was so full of hate that he saw that in them. Think. And then words would pop up at the end. Think about hate. And then it would say... The song was called I Love Love and I Hate Hate. Right? So that was one I had as well. I was in another band. Um, I was in a few bands. I was in... Um, so it was Scumkill, Blind Angel. Uh, I was in another band uh, called Inverted Coma was another one. Uh, that was kind of a metal band. That was a metal band. That was a, a, a band name so good that my older brother got some merch printed for that. Right, Blind Angel, we made our own t-shirts. This one, he, my brother sent off to have some merch made. For inverted coma, he even came up with a. Actually, I came up with a logo, and he was so fond of it. He wrote it all over his desk. He loved it. He thought it was brilliant. Um, which is the highest form of compliment, you know. Your older brother to this is my brother. Used to be in a fucking skate, you know, rollerblade gang. You know what I mean? This guy fucking means business, right? Um, I was in another one uh, called One Eight Hundred Ghost Dance. That was another one. Uh, that was actually one I was quite proud of. We were in. Uh, we were fucking around. We used to go into the charity shops. Now we couldn't get into kind of soldering or anything like that. But we were kind of getting into kind of weird noise, and we were actually uh, used to get like 
kids' toys, like cheap kids' toys from charity shops, and like rig up the speakers so that they'd fucking play as microphones. <laughs> you know, we'd swap the wires so that the the speakers would be microphones. You'd scream into it, and it actually sounded pretty good. Because if you had the kind of aux cable, you can kind of scream to the speaker and it'd sound weird, and you'd mess up with stuff in the keys and stuff like that. And uh, we played music with Game Boys. So I'm even slagging that one off. That's a good one. Uh, another one called the Navy, which I thought was one of the best names of a band's band ever. The Navy, I thought it was a great name. Like the Army, you know what I mean? I think it's a fucking great name. Uh, and we actually played a gig. Um, no, we played a gig of Scout Mountain. That was another band I was in. Another band called Scout Mountain. Uh, Navy was kind of like indie. Um, kind of a bit like TV on TV on the radio. In that we played one TV on the radio song uh, cover. Uh, and then we had uh, and then we had Scout Mountain. Uh, we competed in the UCD Battle of the Bands. Fucking dead, dead last. Dead last. Dead last. Um, and... Then what, probably the most popular band I was in um, was called The Oxen. I played bass. My friend Lorcan played, uh, played, the, played the keys, played an electric piano, not even a keyboard, electric piano. Um, and we had a song called Wall Street, and it was great. We did one gig, right, and it was during the, uh, the Ireland. We played in fucking Voodoo Lounge, right? You could, and I was like, wow. I remember thinking at the time, there's a who's who played here. You know what I mean? Like shitty punk bands. I was like, wow, this is the same stage as fucking... Alkaline Trio or something, you know? Like, wow, you know? And um, not shitty. Alkaline Trio is not a shitty punk band. I was, just, I was just listening to them today. So we were playing in, like, the Voodoo Lounge. And I remember being like, wow, the Voodoo Lounge. Like, wow. And I'm not fucking being facetious now, slagging that off. It was like, I couldn't believe that we got to share the same stage as other kind of metal bands that we liked and revered, even though this is when we were in our kind of indie phase. So the Oxen, the whole point of the name, right? The Oxen came from, like, it was the same kind of time that, like, the Killers, the Strokes... The Thrills, there was always a kind of the plural S name. And we thought, we should call ourselves the fucking Oxen. Like the band, you know, like the Beatles. But it's like, you know, it doesn't have an S at the end of it. Anyway, so we played one gig. So, yeah, our first gig was in the Voodoo Lounge, right? And we were supporting my mate Paddy's band. And my mate Paddy had said to me in school, he was like, uh, do you know any bands who could play support um, for, for my band in two weeks? And I was like, yeah, my band. And he was like, are you in a band? I'm like, yep. I'm in a fucking band, so that's what we're fucking doing. I'll play. Don't you worry. I got. I got you. We're gonna play the gig then. So, um, we're like, right, and that's the thing. Fucking give yourself a deadline. Do you know what I mean? Throw yourself in the deep end. Say, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna do it in two weeks, and you'll fucking do it. You just need to give yourself a deadline and a reason to do it. It's never gonna be perfect, but anyway. So we were playing the Voodoo Lounge in two weeks. So he was gonna be on like seven. We were gonna go on like five. But he hadn't told anyone that. Or there had been wires crossed where they were like, the band's going on at 7, right? They have to definitely go on at 7 because they have to be out by a certain time. So it was like, right, well, we have to go up at 5. But then they were like, all right, you can go up, but just to let you know, there is going to be an Ireland-Euro qualifying match on. And I was like, well, that's fine. You know? And I'm like, no, but like it's going to be on you. You you, you are you are going, the projector's on the stage. Like, we're going to project the match. We're going to project the match onto you, <laughs> you know? So that was the first gig we did. We played while literally the Ireland match was being played on our actual bodies. Um, and I remember we had just finished uh, our version of Jealous Guy, <laughs> the John, the slower uh, John Lennon version, right? Uh, <laughs> and we just finished Jealous Guy. Um, and everyone was like, yes, yes. And I'm like, that is, not, that is a disproportionate response to our ballad of Jealous Guy. And I look over and fucking Ireland scored. But um, you know, it was probably the best gig, best gig I've ever done, best gig I've ever done. Um, so look, I've been in a lot of bands, I've been in a lot of bands, but I do firmly believe that my my music, my 
my greatest musical achievement, as is my physical and my physical peak, are just honestly blink and you'll just around the corner, like in a second, it's coming. So look, come here to me. Uh, I have some questions. Question. Question. Uh, that I got from uh, Yahoo Answers. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stand up, I'm going to have a sip of me coffee, and we're going to get into these questions. Right, here we go. So Yahoo Answers, uh, the great thing about Yahoo Answers is it's probably the most accessible place to ask uh, a group of like-minded strangers uh, a question. You can just throw something up there, and the nature of the democracy of the internet means that the the higher the better the best questions are upvoted to the top and the best answers are upvoted to the top so people are like oh that sounds like a good answer it's a very democratic way of getting a good answer right but it also means that because it's so accessible that a grasp of the fucking english language is not very important is not even remotely important you can pretty much ask however you want any question right so here we are. There's a couple of different categories here. So I think just for a bit of lighthearted ones, just to get us in here, and we're going to get into uh, gaming, right? So here's a question here from Yahoo Yahoo Answers. So we got a great one here. Uh, I smashed my boyfriend's Nintendo Switch? Question mark? Hi, guys. I sma- Question for you there. I smashed my boyfriend's Nintendo Switch? Well, did you? In fact, uh, this person did. I did it because he used it to play games, and some studies show that video games can involve you killing people. But now he wants to leave me. What should I do? <laughs> how does it get to there? How does it get to there? Like, how is it? This does not sound like someone who's reading studies, shall we say? Look, you don't sound like you've been reading very many studies, but all I can say from personal experience is, one, get a fucking flak jacket and run for your fucking life smashing that boy's switch. Um... And I hope you're a fucking fella. I hope you're a fella. You never hit a girl. You never hit a girl. So I hope you're a fella. Um, I hope you're. I hope. I hope you smashed your gay boyfriend's uh, or your regular boyfriend. You know. <laughs> I'm not gay. My boyfriend is. Right? That's famous. You know. Remember, um, my man had this key ring and said, "So many men, so little time." Right. It's her. Her in a nutshell is this key ring. No, I'm joking. I remember seeing uh, my friend had this uh, key ring said, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Hate me because your boyfriend thinks so too. Mm. Don't you is an awful song, by the way. Not even though it's a banger. But it's horrible. Like devils, like absolute Jezebels, those pussycat uh, uh, dolls. <laughs> don't you wish... Like how dare... Don't be getting in fucking... Don't be confusing people. Stop confusing people. <laughs> Let him go on with if his girlfriend's fucking boring. Don't be getting that. You know what I mean? What are you gonna do? I smashed my boyfriend's Nintendo Switch. I would. This is what. This is what I think you should do, and then I'll talk about it separate. I think you should apologize. I think you should save up. I think you should get a car, do a load of fucking uh, Uber Eats, Deliveroo orders, get the money back in two days, and give your boy a Switch, All right? And apologize. Although maybe you know. Unless, unless he did something else. Unless he did something else. You know what I mean? Um, and if he has a gaming addiction, it's a real thing, you know? Maybe have a word with him. But if you're talking about video games and silent violence, I firmly do not believe that. I do not believe that. I do not believe that whatsoever. In fact, I would actually say that my, that me playing violent video games satiates my need, my my anger. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't, I don't necessarily get angry, but, you know... 
I'm not a violent person, you know. I think you're a violent. I think you're. I think it's entirely how you're. I think it's entirely what your respect is for a human being, uh, what you have been raised to, how you've been raised to, kind of how violence. I don't fucking know. But look, violence begets more violence, right? I was never. I never had any violence enacted upon me, right? So I'm not a violent person now. I don't think video games do that. In fact, I probably think that in a lot... I think that pe- people people like to fucking do... Fu- people have fucked up thoughts. If there's a button... Like, if there's if there's a game, right, and it says press X to m- massacre this church. <laughs> press X. Press the X key to massacre, to pull a Kingsman. Do you know what I mean? And just fucking massacre this church. Press X to do that. It's so not real, and it's so not directly linked, you know? So, at the moment, I'm playing The Last of Us 2. Uh, I'll probably do a whole podcast on it, because it is fucking unbelievable piece of art. That also has me questioning just violence and video game violence. Not so much like, I mean, I'm, but like I'm very much enjoying just how violent, and it is the most violent game I've ever played in my entire life, And but it has actually made me really think about so many different things. It is it has given you might be playing it and thinking, how is without giving any spoilers away, you're like, how can they justify this violence? But it's like that Ed Harris sketch. Not a sketch. It's like Ed Harris when he's talking about the history of violence. And he's like, what is violence? What is that violence? I'll play it for you now. Mr Ed Harris <laughs> Ed? Hmm? You wanted to add anything? Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know yeah, you I'd did like do one. That's I'd right. like to add that. No, because... What is that? What is that? You know? What is that? What is it? What is it? What is violence? What is it? You know, that's what the movie's about. So this is what you should do. You need to apologize, get him a PlayStation 4, get him The Last of Us 2. That's what we need to do. And get him a switch. Question. Okay, next one here. Is one obliged to make person sacrifices um, for another person's passion project? Is one obliged to make person sacrifices for another person's passion project? Especially if the other person thinks their passion project is of critical significance? Well, if I were to take what you're literally asking there, is one obliged, this is written by the Queen, is one obliged to make person sacrifices? Well, fucking yeah, you and the fucking Bilderbergs. Um, but Illuminati aside, is one obliged to make person sacrifices for another person's passion project? If your passion project is a good harvest uh, and you're a Mayan, then I imagine a person sacrifice might be um, valid. If you're talking about being in a relationship, and having to make uh, personal sacrifices because of another person's uh, passion project. Um, I mean, that totally depends. If it's a passion project, then no. Depends. depends. Obviously, context is everything, you know. But um, my very good friend, um, uh, Peter McGann, uh, who is, you might see him around. He's the you know the wrangler of comedian uh, Liam Nugent. Um, and Peter is a very talented writer, and he wrote this. He writes these... Um, he writes these uh, radio plays called Pulp Injection. And when things are performing, he gets a lot of incredibly talented um, actors and comedians uh, to act them out. And he's an incredibly prolific writer. But I remember he had one fantastic uh, 
one of the one of the great Pope and Jacksons was all about his a guy who is basically keeps 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 justifying everything he does and being kind of negligent and everything in his relationship because writing is his vocation. It's his vocation, you know. And he was laughing, saying this is the kind of insecurities that he has being a writer, given the time that he has to kind of put into it. And it's a similar insecurity I might have, being like, this is my fucking vocation. i got to fucking get into this, you know what I mean? If it's a passion project, you know, how, how... I know you're not listening to this, but maybe this might be something you at home are listening to. And again, I am not. I This is just for fun. I'm not giving proper advice here, right? This is all for fun. But Dan Savage, the love guru, he always says, what's the price of admission into a relationship? Is everything else in the relationship good? How big is the sacrifice to have to give up? Is it time together? Is it moving to a place? Is it a couple hours in the evening? And in get, sacrificing that, what is their happiness level like? Would them giving up the passion project have a massive impact on the relationship? So much so that they would be fucking dour and fucking sad all the time. Um, you know, is the pa- is the passion project any good? Is it worth them keeping doing? You know, is there a way that they can work smarter, not harder, in terms of uh, doing it at a different time? Could you help them with that? Could you help them? be more efficient so that it doesn't have as big of an impact. Are you willing to do that? Do you even like the cunt? Do you even like the cunt? Um, but no, you're not a fucking obliged to make personal sacrifices, I'm sorry, person sacrifices for another person's passion project. But once you fucking pick a pack of pickled peppers as well, you prick. Question? Um, here's another one here. Why did Hitler want to stop the Jews from achieving world domination? So when Hitler clocked <laughs> the, the Jews, um, why did Hitler want to stop? Just let them fucking at it. Like the way, <laughs> let them fucking go. Do you know what I mean? Just let them have it. Why do you want to stop? Why do you want to, you know, fucking spoil sport, Hitler? Why did Hitler want to stop the Jews from achieving world domination? Actually, I want to see what some of the answers are for this. Hang on. Hitler was himself a Jew. Don't forget that. <laughs> oh, it was personal, highly personal. Hitler took things personally. Um, that's not true. We're not. We're not looking to. I think you know you're mixing up the the, the narratives there. I'm putting myself back in the narrative. You're watching Hamilton, guys. Fucking. I actually saw it in London. So um, I've been saying that people are like, oh, I loved Hamilton on Disney Plus. Oh, I saw it in in London, and people look at me like, like I'm bloody made of gold, like I'm an Oscar. Um, and it's fab, guys. Maybe I'll do a whole Hamilton thing, you know what I mean? Although I feel like I can't just keep hopping on the bandwagons uh, podcast bandwagon uh, of every topic they do. But I feel like there's some overlap there. I like shitty reality uh, TV shows and musicals as well, so sorry, Fanula. I'm not fucking stealing that. Um, Question. What is life when we just survive the, this day to die tomorrow? Does it have any meaning anyway? Look, what's the meaning of life? We're all just going to die. Is that what you're asking? You know, is that what you're saying? Hey, come here. <laughs> come here. Ah, oh, you all right? You all right? Are you all right? Look, look, man, or woman, or NB, or gender fluid teddy bear. Come here to me. All we have is a lifetime, okay? That's all we get. So, whatever you want to do with that. I'm sorry if you're having a bad life. I'm sorry if. Uh, you know, the situation you were born into is not ideal. 
I'm not going to I'm not going to stand here and preach to you and say you can get yourself out of whatever situation you're in. You could be looking after someone who's sick and abusive, you know? You could be finding yourself um with uh, a horrible a horrible allergy that makes you fucking allergic to the world. So I can't fucking stand here with my very uh with my very simple easy upbringing and start preaching to you. But if there's anything that you can find joy in, see if you can magnify that. See if there's anything you can cut out that's you know getting you down. You know? At the end of the day, it's a blip. You'll be forgotten. We'll all be forgotten. So it really is only how you can enjoy yourself here and now. As best as you can. And not to the point where you're selfish and start feeling guilt, living in your own personal hell. You see, I kind of believe when the Bible, when they talk about heaven and hell, I think they're actually talking about the present. Look. I think they're talking about right here and now. I think when you do bad things, you're living in your own personal hell. We do good things, you're in heaven. And that's what I think. Whatever. Might just be fucking crazy. Whatever. You know what I mean? But uh, Question. Any plot ideas? Yeah, here's one, right? This one's, this guy's looking for a film. A couple of plot ideas for you, right? This is a film idea I came up with, right? It's called 910? Question mark? Right? And actually, I'll get some Hans Zimmer, right? And I'll tell you the plot is. Hang on. Here's my impression of Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Get some Hans Zimmer here and I'll Okay, this is my movie um I came up with. You can have it, right? I'm not gonna make it. Or I might make it, but if you get there first person on Yahoo answers, feel free, right? This is my plot, right? This is my movie that I also wrote when I was like twelve or thirteen. Honestly, between my Line Wars script that was a Kevin Smith knockoff, my uh Blind Angel music video, and this plot, I was on a fucking tear back when I was thirteen, right? So this this is for a movie that I've still to make or write a script for or even a full synopsis called nine slash ten question mark. I wake. My mom it's been like that kind of thing where my mom has actually woken me up like loads of times. But this is the only one I'm actually remembering that I'm conscious for. So by this point she's up at like fucking she's turned up to fucking eleven. It's like Tony, get the fuck out of bed! You know, I'm freaking out, right? So I wake up, I'm like, all right, oh, you're fine. I go downstairs, put on Sky One, and it has, you know, in the morning, it has like a little time and the date, right? In the corner, so you know when, you know, if you're heading off to school, you need to know the time. I says, you know, whatever. 8.15, 2001. The 10th of September. Oh! <gasps> So basically, it's me waking up the day before 9-11. But being as gormless as I am, as I was then. Like, ma'am, uh, do you think there's a fella called bloody Obama bin liner going to blow up the uh, Statue of Liberty tomorrow? What? I don't know. Forget it. So, um, do you know anyone in America? No. All right. <laughs> uh, one boy. One boy chosen in time. To prevent 9-11 on 9-10? Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> so that's my plot of my film. Me, a gormless Irish teen, has to stop 9-11. From Dublin. You know? Calling up Aer Lingus. Are you flying tomorrow? Yeah, don't. Don't. <laughs> you know? Job done. That's all. I don't want else to fucking do. What, who do I call? So that's my plot. You can have that one. Uh, I have other ones, but you're not having those because I actually think they're good. 
Um, so you can have my film nine, ten, question mark. Question. Another one here. What do you call a female author? Uh, authoress. Authoress. Auth- I mean the same thing. I mean you know I'm being I'm having a little, we're having a bit of fun here. We're having a bit of fun. Authoress. Authoress. <laughs> and will Kiaragum Dulgadi on authoress? Author. Whatever. Question. How can I become Emperor of America? Realistically? What like genuinely? What you'd have to do is you have to become super rich. So if I were to kind of give you the quickest fix solution, now you'd have so many odds against you here, right? But potentially this could happen where you join TikTok, right? You blow up on TikTok. From that, you're able to grow your Instagram and your YouTube channel, right? From that, you're somehow able to earn a million dollars, okay? Crazier things have happened, right? You're able to earn a million dollars, right? From that, you put a million dollars into an upcoming cryptocurrency that 1000x grows in volume and you become a billionaire when becoming a billionaire you employ you spend hundreds of millions in a campaign manager and you go for the presidency and you literally uh, rig the election with bots which you could pay for on the dark web and you win the election and then what you do as well is you buy a nuke on the dark web and you blow up America (laughs) you blow up a part of America and you say it's from a different country and then once you're pre- so once you're president, you blow up a part of America with a nuke, right? And then once you've blown a part of America with a nuke, you say it was Russia, and you need you need emergency powers. So from TikTok to mass genocidal maniac in a span of like eight months, I'd say you could probably get there if you wanted to. If you want to, I don't recommend you doing it. Question. Oh, here's a fucking. Oh, here we go. Who knows this guy? Who knows this guy? Here's one for. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. Yeah, what really makes someone a slave? A history book telling you. <laughs> Yeah, what makes someone a slave? Is it a fucking what history book saying so? <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, who fucking who told you that fucking history book? <laughs> who knows that guy, huh? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. You gotta be cautious when you're going in the conspiracy theory route of tr- of being this guy. Well, look, you know, at the end of the day, what makes someone a slave? A history book fucking telling you. Anyway, good luck to you. <laughs> fucking on where off on your scrambler up the road into a fucking wall. Question. Why can't a man feed a baby if a fucking woman can? If this is some fucking male pride, fucking male rights activist. Keon Kalia, why cannot a man feed a baby when a woman can? Am I losing my marbles here, Keon Kalia? Uh, uh, de- 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 deputy, it uh, de- uh, uh, tits, tits would be the answer. Uh, uh, there would be the answer. Yeah, tits would be the answer. You ain't got none. Talking about tits like I ain't got none. What you think I sold them all? <laughs> you ain't got tits. You used to. You used to also be part of a woman. Maybe you should accept that part of your life and be fucking weird males rights biology fucking activist shit. Question. Next question here. What are some similar names to Rachel? I'm looking for Rachel, but not Rachel. Uh, sounds like someone's doing a bit of fucking Rachel profiling. Oh, my God. I tell you, we were in here. Had a lot of girls getting these short little bob cuts in here. A bunch of fucking Rachel profiling coming in. on here? I tell you, back in the 90s, we were doing so many bloody uh, uh, 90s uh, short bob cuts uh, that were... Yeah, uh, the start of the time, you could have said we were fully Rachel profiling, you know. There's something in there. It isn't that. 
It isn't that, but leave it with me. Wait until the live show. All right. How you getting on? Question. How do you get a kid to care more about Israeli fashion? Got a question in here, Pat. How do you get a kid here to care more about Israeli fashion? Um, I'd say get the models to do fucking Krav Maga. Get them to do fucking... fucking. There's a move in... Kra- Krav Maga is an Israeli martial art um, that is apparently one of the most effective self-defense methods because the whole thing is like, how do you do the least amount of movements to seriously... Like, some of the movements are literally like... Step one, kick him in the nuts. Step two, run really fast away. You know? Like, that is the most, probably far more effective than any kind of judo or any kind of, you know, uh, maybe even jujitsu. Or it's like, you know, grab the knife, stab, 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 stab in the eyes, run away, drop the knife. Question. What's a good name for a pizza, fried chicken, and sub restaurant? So, let's think about this. Um, Well, I always thought a good name, you know the way you have, like, fucking... Egg slot, you know, and um, but I thought a good one for pizza would be a uh, pizza shit. Why don't you get a slice of pizza shit? <laughs> get one of our shitty slices of pizza shit, <laughs> you know, and it's like I don't know, like a shit <laughs> on the outside, like a turd. Pizza shit. Get your fucking slice, you trash bag. Pizza shit. So, yeah, I don't have one for a pizza, fried chicken, or sub-restaurant. Um, well, actually, no, I have one for each one, right? I have dirty chicken for your chicken one. For pizza is pizza shit, right? And then uh, the sub-restaurant would be um, the munch for Red October. It was like a submarine, you know? Um, Question. Okay, last one here. Does my son's name sound medieval to you? My son's name is Garen. <laughs> Can call you. Does my son's name sound medieval to you? Now keep in mind, his name is Garen. <laughs> Garen, where is that boy? Uh, yes, and I love it. Garen is my top name uh, of 2020. Okay, that's it. Garen, right? Thank you very much. We're out of steam. Thank you very much for your very kind, committed support of this pod. If you like what you heard, you know what you can do. You can do me a huge favor. You've been very good for it so far. If you could go on iTunes, give this a little rate and review. I can boost it up the charts. That'll be very handy. If you like it as well, you can also go on Spotify, click follow, so that you never miss one of these episodes. And of course, you can also check me out on my Patreon. I got over almost 30 podcasts that are over there that you can listen to. Same length, same shite talk. Some would say better quality, (laughs) but you can check them out there. I got movie reviews. I got movie reviews of the entire Star Wars prequels. I recently just talked about the year 1998 and how it was the greatest year in video game history. Uh, I also talked, uh, I got fucking RuPaul over there. I got uh, reviews of uh, Bad Boys and Fatal Deviation going on over there. Um, if you want to check that out, please do. You can check it out on the Patreon. It's the equivalent of a pint uh, of lager uh, a month. But if not, sure, I'll see you next Tuesday. See you, NT. Oh, cheeky boy. I love you lots. Speak to you then. It's only here, we'll shit show.